Richard. Paul. Uh, oh, my God. You're going to be able to take a train. It's going to levitate, and it's going to go 14,000 miles an hour. I'm going to make it to L.A. in 20 minutes. I just want to make it to Queens in 40 minutes. Yeah, this is actually a fair goal. I'm okay with that modest goal. I got one word for you, man. Mm-hmm. Super... Conductors. Superconductors are really muscular people who drive the train. They're pretty cool, man. They can they can they help you with your dog. They pick up the train and throw it. Now, all right. So let me take a step back. Okay. <sighs> let me take two steps back. You're excited about this. Well, I'm excited about anything that isn't climate change right now. It's uh, Fair. <laughs> so so uh, in a surreal and extremely online way. Uh-huh. News of a low probability, but not zero probability, room temperature superconductor has emerged on the internet. All right. So you're going to have to pick that one apart for me. Okay. So first let's start. A superconductor is a material that can transmit electricity okay. with no resistance. Okay. Or I guess close to no. I'm sure it's all wiggle room down there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and typically, they use them in MRI machines and so on. And, and typically, they require extreme cold to operate. Okay. So they're hard to they're hard to use, but they have certain applications. When they're MRIs, uh, they're very, very good sensors. Yeah. So so the, by making it really cold and, and, you know, the materials that are in MRIs that do the sensing get activated and mm-hmm. they can see inside your brain. It's pretty cool. Okay. Okay. So, um, and they can reduce the friction or the, not the friction, but the, the resistance in transmitting electricity. Okay. So good stuff for climate change. And there's some levitating going on. They'll actually kind of, they, they, they it's it like okay. gets rid of all the magnetism. So that's like the old futuristic trope of the levitating train. Yeah. So this yeah. is some Holy Grail stuff. It's flat out Holy Grail. And, and the goal is, can we make something that, you know, kind of, can we do it off the shelf? You know, can we have a, Okay, so to recap, and I'm not I'm not a physicist or a scientist. Well, I'm, I guess I'm a computer scientist. I'm gonna call myself that. Uh, go for it, but yes, I know PHP. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I guess what you're saying is today to to tease out the advantages and activate the value of superconductors, you you ha- has extreme environmental requirements, which make it just expensive, really expensive and, and unfeasible to really scale out and take That's advantage right. of. But in the 70s, when they thought this stuff was going to work out, you have the Rand Corporation saying that you'll be able to make a train go 14,000 miles an hour between That San sounds Francisco. uncomfortable. It's not good. Like, the people get out of the train in LA, and they're basically a slurry. <laughs> like, it's not... Like, like, if I go in there with a hot cup of Dunkin'. Oh, no, it's not good. It's, you literally <laughs> come out... It doesn't sound like it's going to go well. You've lost about 270 pounds by the time you've gone out. You're, you're just... <laughs> A thin okay, layer. So, 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 but it's it's a it's that's a, the promise. And now it would be let's let's just be clear. Like I'm sure there'd be bad consequences, but in general, this is one of those things where if we could get to it, it's kind of cure for cancer level. Like it's just a magical thing to contemplate. Okay, and so just to throw it back at you in layman's terms, someone has put forward that they're able to activate superconductors without those brutal environmental requirements they, they, of extremely low temperatures, et cetera. Essentially, room temperature? They have formulated... Like room temperature in Phoenix or room temperature in Montreal? 
I'm not a scientist. <laughs> no, but but a Korean research group claims to have formulated. Hold on, North Korean or South Korean? South Korean. Okay, continue. Yeah, claims to have formulated a room temperature superconductor. Okay, so of course this happened in an extremely online way, where preprints of papers were submitted by the what appear to be overlapping uh, groups of the same researchers. What's a preprint? Um, so if I send a, a, a paper to Nature and it has to be peer-reviewed and so on and so forth, that, then it gets printed in Nature, right? Like in the magazine. So preprint means it hasn't been confirmed and validated by other peers I have in up, the scientific community. I have uploaded it to the ARXIV, the archive server. Or Google Drive. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It, and it's a preprint. Yeah, no. Okay. What, what is a preprint? It is a PDF. Right. Okay, that so, has not been confirmed and validated by others. So two PDFs appear claiming to be two, two. Well, and it, but it's the same people. But one of them apparently is a researcher who kind of want to like get the scoop on the other researcher. So okay. look, everybody thinks obviously what's going on is people think this is a big deal, and they wanted to get out there and make sure their name was on the paper. And then other people were like, "Wait a minute, okay. why isn't my name on the paper? My name." So I'm going to write another okay. paper. So it sounds like this it, went right to the internet without the peer review. Oh, and with typos, like it's a bit like in the title, like it. Like, oh, good God! So it didn't look good. Okay. And everybody's like, ooh, wow, what an amazing claim!" But this looks bananas. Okay. And. Um, and so it's so okay. So the internet is doing its internet thing, and so two things are happening. One is the the material that they're throwing out. It's not that hard to fabricate if you're like one guy is like I, Wired just wrote an article about him. He's like, I don't know. I work at a rocket lab here in California, and I I, I have all the right vacuum based equipment to make this thing with. I, I can just, I can try to replicate. This. I just got to find some red phosphorus, which I didn't personally, I thought that was something you could get at Colostians in the city. Like, I don't, I don't think it like, can't be that big a deal. So I think it is a big deal because it's used to make meth. Oh, okay. And so, so it's right. federally regulated and the like, but you know, there are ways Etsy. Etsy. Yes, that's right. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Four stars. Um, and then you get a little embroidered. Like okay. Little, so yeah. this guy who has nothing to do with the papers that were put out is trying to replicate what they did. Him and many other scientists around the world. Are trying to do this. Some like amateur. live? Some labs. Live what, streamed, one, Paul? That guy live streamed a furnace, which is like, can we make Minecraft more boring? Yes, we can do it in real life. Worst Twitch ever. Apparently. Didn't, yeah, no, I just yeah. smoke. Okay, so this is exciting. Is it, le I mean, it's probably too soon to say if it's legit. It sounds like nonsense. Uh, it is being treated with, look, how does science work, right? It's the people who are at risk here are the people who have made this claim and said they've solved one of science's great puzzles. Um, yeah. So here are the things that are happening, but I'm really loving watching this process because it's a mix of internet and science and culture and it's just all slamming. Well, I together. think what's interesting is like, I've read a couple of articles about it. I kind of played the Luddite here just so we could we could yeah. reveal it. Um, and I'm learning about something I had knew nothing about. Th this right? is and, and, and I that's have, neat. I'm an absolute ignoramus about physics. Like I know yeah, a little tiny, yeah. tiny bit. And so this is fascinating to hear. Like I didn't know that this was something that people have been chasing for years yes. until now. Well, I just thought it was kind of, it's one of those things like nuclear, uh, nuclear fusion where it's kind of on the back burner and every now and then like, 
Every two years, the New York Times will have an article. Yeah. Like, promising yeah. Quantum developments. Quantum computing, too. Yeah. Some similar kind of moonshot ideas. And the thing with those, all those categories actually fit together. Like nuclear fission and, or fusion and quantum computing become much simpler yeah. with supercomputing. So it's this sort of like big key in the lock. And Fine. But is this real? I don't know. That's not my job. Yeah. I'm just having a good time. Now, now here's, there are things pointing to it being more real, but we're in this wacky zone. So traditionally, right, you'd, you'd have a couple months. You'd go peer review, and apparently the paper was already submitted. And, you know, scientists liked it. They liked it. Take turn, your time. Turn the screw very, very calmly so you don't cause any, you know, just to like to get a little, little tiny pens on little notebooks, you know, just, just organize the worms. Well, that's what scientists do. And so now you've got the internet going, I'll make it in my furnace, like Minecraft, like I'm an elf mage, like just like, right. and then you have research groups in China, uh, research groups in America, individuals, um, people in Russia, all trying to make the thing. And then, of course- Strange that Canada is laying low. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> They're good at furnaces. No. So th then you have um, <laughs> video showing up uh, where, you know, as a lay, as a lay person, you're just like, it is like a tiny squiggle. If they told me this is the future of like, we have created, we've cloned a nematode, you know, or just, I'd be like, Oh, okay. That's what it looks like. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. I'm seeing a little squiggle yeah, kind of flop around. Now they, yeah. they did show a, what they said could be a levitating little bit of rock and levitation is a big sign of super. That could be the magnetic properties of I'm, the thing. I mean, right? here we are, right? Here we are. So yeah. I, I don't even want to believe I'm just watching this happen and I'll tell you what's happening to me. So first of all, okay. I mean, I, I'd be really cool if this happened. What's interesting is you know, it's been feeling real gloomy. What has? The world. Climate change, wars. And the fact that we're just not getting it together. Yeah. And first of all, there is just, there's a beautiful fantasy here of a little bit of a get out of jail free card. I mean, everybody loves that card. I mean, just that, that and it made me think, you know, at, at some level, this won't change humanity. Everybody thinks it will. They'll be like, oh my God, the trains will be so fast. No, it won't. It could be a band-aid for certain problems that we've created for ourselves. It won't fix climate. It could take, let's say if it was, even if it worked perfectly, you're still looking at years, decades before you can have all the new technologies come online. Yeah. And right now you have a blob yeah. of goo. Look, it's important to be hopeful no matter what's happening. So there is that. I, I think we're, what, we're optimistic. In fact, probably a little too optimistic. Like a lot of people react to climate change with like, yeah, it's bad. But you know, humans have had to wriggle their way out of these jams before. Listen, man, right? I mean, we do get ourselves in the pickles, but then there's also, that is why we heal from bad things. Because like any species worth its salt would be, hey, I saw World War II and I just think we probably should eat ourselves into the sun <laughs> because that was bad. Like we shouldn't be around. We should give the squirrels a chance. We should, sure. yeah. Sure. So, so I think like we do compress the past and we do sort of move on and, and that's good for us. I think for me, what's been really, really fun is to see something and it's not even that I am hopeful because who knows? Maybe it's like, maybe it could work, but I don't know. It's just, it does yeah. seem they are doing some um, validation of the basic theory and science behind it and saying like, okay, these properties of these materials could 
be super conductive. We're not, it's not completely in wackadoodle zone, but who knows what could really come together. I think what most people don't know is that a lot of physics is theoretical and not proven out. And there's like, we don't know everything. Like, and, and so when they're, when they're, you're seeing weird reactions occur, we have like theories about why they occur, but we don't have all the theories. Like we have not discovered everything yet. Humans, extremely smart humans are a lot dumber than you think. And often a lot smarter than anyone gives them credit for. We, we kind of always get it wrong, right? We like, don't know a lot. You know, yeah. when, I, when I read about, like I read an old, you know, history book about how like, you know, some famous figure, like half their siblings died from like, cholera <laughs> like basic cold Sh- shingles yeah, yeah. And, and it tells you like back then they probably viewed like modern medical science as a miracle i always i had, right? a, I had a high school teacher who was like i he always referred refer to what he referred to as uh, uh, food heroes it's the first guy who was like i wonder how that mushroom tastes okay <laughs> the last 10 guys died yeah but then this yeah. guy was like that one actually is amazing and i sit there <laughs> in a, a pot, little butter standing there caveman <laughs> in a pile of corpses holding one mushroom going this one's good uh, uh so you know we don't know we don't and we're exploring and there's optimism and it's the internet here's and, and it's also it's it's um and i will say it's re- got a little bit of the like you know be a scientist kit for like 13 oh, year olds vibe <laughs> the best and it's it's just sort of like so there's absolute chaos on twitter and people are like writing what they're they're saying like well i'm going to just fictionalize this whole thing and then people are screaming at them and then you go to the wikipedia page and it's very good you know like here well, long live wikipedia long live wikipedia and so like go to the wikipedia page for uh, lk99 yeah and uh, which is the the name of the material but i'll I'll tell you what this does for me looking at this thing it gives me it reminds me of the original optimism and connection i feel around technology i feel that all right that sense of hope that remember the first time you booted up the computer and it was your computer and you saw that screen and you're like i'm gonna get to do anything i want here i have to learn it yeah but i get to do things i never could do before i would draw in basic my basic code would draw up airplanes me too yeah. stuff like that right yeah. and i'm gonna build somehow you get a sense that you're gonna yeah. build a better person in a better world and you're gonna yeah. figure it out from there and look life goes on things happen the people run into the capital wearing viking hats like it is what it is yeah. we, we're humans but i i and i think there is a, a zone right now that we're in where we go well that didn't work out and therefore all optimism and all excitement about technology is unfounded and really we should only interrogate things and kind of slow progress down as as much as we can because yeah. it, it just gets so bad and it, it's you know we're burning a lot of fossil fuels we're making the world worse and it's really nice to rem- be reminded of the fact that as tool using humans uh, we get stuff done we do accomplish things we make things i like your attitude about this you're it's an optimistic attitude a lot of technology and when i think about technology i think about like how we uh, how we use it at scale to treat each other terribly. Like, it's how I think of technology. Like it's, it's, it used to be yes. more about knowledge and information and, and uh, additive. And, and now a lot of it is just, consu- you know, just bad, bad stuff. Listen, this stuff, they're going to make super rail guns and shoot, you know, 500 ton lead bullets into other people's houses. Right. Like, I mean, it's yeah. all, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Here's what this is all making me think of. It's a little less optimistic than you. Okay. Do you remember we recorded a podcast a couple of months ago? 
I don't remember anything that happened more than five minutes ago, but I'm assume we, assuming we did. Let me sum it up for you. Okay. Uh, the truth is a slog and really, really boring. Oh, God, is it? And there are no shortcuts. No, especially when it comes to physics. This has shades of convenient conspiracy theory. It has shades of um, side road around COVID. It has shades of a lot of that. Why? Because it triggers the like salt, fat, and sugar mechanisms of the internet. It's the same same taste buds. It right? is. No one is actually acknowledging that this people people have been working on this for twenty five years, including this crew. I feel bad for the guy who has the draft that has been revised for the last three years and is nervous about putting it in front of his peers yeah, and then he's watching all this. Oh, there's on. probably some other guy like in Austria <laughs> who's been working on the same thing for 17 he years. He just right? keeps moving, yeah. moving the little box. And literally everyone is going to be, if let's say it does work, small chance, but let's say like magic happens, right? Everyone's going to be like, just like that overnight, everything changed. Thank God for Twitter threads. Ooh, yeah, Twitter threads. <laughs> wow, I learned about this on Twitter. I guess it finally happened. Exactly. So, you know, right now, and you know what worries me about, first off, what worries me about that kind of environment is it kind of takes all the oxygen out of the room for the people who actually need to patiently pick away at the thing for five years. Well, like no one pays attention to them. Number one. Number two, these things like with COVID, it was the most awful outcome, which is it killed a bunch of people. Yeah. All this nonsense killed a bunch of people. That's not hopefully won't happen here. Oh, like the fast twitch, like, you know, drink some chlorine, you know, that or just of... pure, de- like pure denial because yeah. it's going to kill you, right? Yeah. If you take the virus, it's going to make you, you know, infertile. The vaccine, or something. The vaccine. Sorry, the vaccine yeah. will make you infertile. So that killed people. That was the, the worst possible outcome. Yes. But a lot of it is frankly just so noisy and, and nonsensical that like, it, there's no room for the... Frankly, it is boring as all hell. Oh, well, it's you spend your time essentially... What it all reverts to is a kind of conspiracy narrative, like a kind of ironic conspiracy yeah. narrative. And you're like, you know, this... This just validates, first off, how so forward-looking... We are futurists. The fact that we had this podcast two months ago and now it's being validated by... Little magnets popping up on people's well, look, But not popping up fully. Oh, you're not like popping up fully. <laughs> exactly. Wiggly. There's another topic we talked about that is that's kind of ringing in my head now as well, which is um, the sort of um, uncertified expertise that comes with being a user on the internet. <laughs> it is. Well, and it's it's also we've lost the meaningful blue check and gone for the for pay blue check. Yeah. So I don't know who's who. Like there's one guy on yeah, there who's, exactly. you know, he says he's a high energy physicist. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people telling you they have PhDs on Twitter right now. I got to tell you, though, man, I, yes, the the pharma industry, et cetera, et cetera, and there's all these things that are wrong and bad in the world, but boy, do I take a shot every week that helps me keep my body under control. <laughs> well, you know, tell people that. Yeah, no, it's called... Some mon- people are listening to this podcast for the very first time. No, no one's <laughs> listening for the first time. Uh, it's called Manjaro, and it's it's one okay. of those um, semaglutide... Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a product of many, many, many years of science and, and research. And right? FDA approval and peer review. And now, you know, I saw my endocrinologist. I'm diabetic type 2, but I'm fully treated. Like everything, my, my, every, I'm losing lots of weight. I'm exercising more. Yeah. A lot is going really well for me. And all, all my uh, core sort of indicators are just like right there. He's yeah. like, you're right there in the blue. And then yeah. he, said, he said something amazing, which was, there's never been a better time to be morbidly obese. <laughs> <So> that, <laughs> thanks, Doc. Um 
But he's like, oh, next year. And he named it. And it was like, Spurs Lack of Slide. He's like, oh, that one. Man, that's, you're going to. Oh, like, there's another drug coming? He's like, another 5%. Here we go. Oh, I see. Yeah, he's, they're just going to keep this. Sure. We're on this incremental Look. path where we're going to be able to say, I can get you to a healthy body with these. Right. These and pills. it's worth noting, these innovations didn't happen in on Twitch or on Twitter and they take years and years to break through. They they represent, I, I don't want to sound boring and cynical here. They represent I hope decades. this is like I hope this is like, you know, antibiotic. Like they left the the, the petri the dish out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They left the penicillin the petri dish out and it's like, wait a second. It can happen. It yeah. can happen. Um, and I hope it happens because I think maybe we can use it. Hopefully we won't use it to make bombs, but we might make bombs with it. There's oh, that too. Put oh, that no, aside it's for not, a second. It's not bombs. It's like rail guns. Like you can just accelerate enormous amounts of stuff. Very, no, <laughs> like oh, great. No. Super. Oh no, right there. Absolutely. Super. Right, super, right there. Super. Um, okay. So I hope it comes together because in it, we, we're going to need some invention to get out of the mess a little bit. Uh, it'd, be, so, it'd be nice to get, but the, yeah, it does raise the question, like what if we got that, then what's the next get out of jail free we need? Because it's, it's, it just gets like, it's not, we I don't, mean, we're not going to fix society with this. We'll just make a much faster, more hectic society. And then we'll need like <laughs> mega conductivity. Uh, and, but you know, no, I'm with you. Look, I don't, nothing is, here's the thing. It seems like there's more smoke than there was a week ago, right? It's not a complete. It's not being identified as a complete fraud just yet. Some labs I've never heard of are saying they validate it. Let's say it is real. Now you have the like: Can we mass produce this? Does it really work consistently? Like, how does it get? How does it become useful? And then it really, and it's like cool. Now we can have levitating trains. We'll try to dig a tunnel in America for less than thirty-six billion dollars, right? Yeah, and so let's end it with: There are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. Right. Here's what I would say. If this is real, and that's a huge if, yeah, and we could be in a position to have an enlightened policy, what is exciting about this, this is going to both sound cynical, but I think you'll actually see why it's optimistic. This is a thing, a new technology like this, and this is also true of the internet, it's true of some, this, true of the medication I'm taking. It aligns the common good with greed. Is that good? It's good because I don't know of a more fundamental force in humans than fundamental humans will. It's one of the most pro-capitalist things you've ever said. Or, or not. Look, a human will hold on to a piece of gold while you punch them in the face. They yes. Won't, you know, and then they'll die. No, no, I, I completely agree with they'll you. They'll die, right? And for, so, for better or worse, yeah. like, and there is worse because greed can sometimes leads to terrible suffering around the world. A, you look, Eli yeah. Lilly's shareholders yeah. want me to lose weight. Yes. And be healthy. Yes. Um, the internet early days as it became commercialized, people wanted me to communicate more and more with the people in my community as yes. much as possible. Yes. And so in this case, I think you have a, you know, lower cost transportation that emits less fossil fuel exhaust and, you know, things like that. The mad run to monetize innovation means that often good outcomes can happen. Sometimes they, ha they when, when, Steam engines came together and the rail lines were laid down. Everybody's like, the world's a better place. Like That's now right. they didn't look that far out to say, wait a minute, we're putting all the smoke in the air. It probably is going to be bad later. You can't get, but for now I yeah. can see my cousin Louise in three hours and she's in Cleveland. Oh, and then the phone and the phone, all of it. Yeah. Right. And so 
near term, we tend to find the the like pa- the good path, right? That's and right. then later the invoice shows up, and it's like, mm, woof, that was I didn't expect well, so that. That's why government <laughs> exists. Expect to, that bill. <laughs> government exists to pay that bill, right? That's does, why we have does, a government in a capitalist society. Um, no, so that's that's the way I see it. I, okay. I think that what I'm optimistic about is if there's anything real here, yeah. It's exciting because it's really aligned with immense amounts of human greed, and that and like that. And it could I agree be good with you. For the world. And that could be good for the world. I, yep. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in that because I think fundamentally human aspiration and human ambition is where what what brings people. Uh, what takes people forward, frankly? Well, we're nice. Um, we like to take care of our families, and then we go out and we fight for it, right? Like yeah, that's, that's yeah, where yeah, we're yeah. exactly. So exactly. look, that's it's an exciting and interesting thing that happened. By the time people listen to this podcast, it may be disproven, but you exactly. know. But uh, go out, check out the Wikipedia page. Um, everybody's having a good time thinking about a better future, and you know, dip in because it, on, there's going to be weeks where we're not looking at a better future, yeah. and it's good to remember. Yeah. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Aboard at Aboard.com, a tool to help you collect, organize, and collaborate. Um, it just brings order out of all the chaos of the internet. Uh, it's really, really cool. Check it out at Aboard.com. And check us out, Ziadi and Ford Advisors, ZiadiFord.com, and on X slash Twitter at ZiadiFord. Uh, give us five stars on your favorite podcasting application couldn't have said it better myself. All right, Richard. Have a lovely week. Bye.